Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the social media podcast that helps service providers to level up their Instagram game and become more confident at it. In this podcast, you learn about the latest updates and trends in the social media space and get a glimpse into my life as a social media manager and coach. Let's get started. Let's Talk Socials. Hello, hello, and welcome to the last episode of Let's Talk Socials in 2022. Not ever, luckily. This year has been a wild one in the social media world with the whole Twitter and Elon Musk thing, with Reels becoming more prominent on Instagram, and obviously the increasing popularity of TikTok. Towards the end of the year, and especially in the busy Christmas period, my goal is to set you up for a successful new year. Two episodes ago, we talked about keeping your cool during the busy lead up to Christmas. And two weeks ago in episode 41, I already gave you a little sneak peek of what I think will be the dominating social media trends of 2023. All that's left to do now is leaving our not so helpful social media habits where they belong in the old year. A year ago, I already did a similar episode on social media habits that won't serve you in a new year. So if the habits that we'll discuss in this episode aren't enough for you, go and check out episode 15, I think, after this one. The habits that we discuss in these are different, so you're not listening to the exact same thing again just one year later. But now let's get started. One of my all-time favorite non-fiction books is Atomic Habits by James Clear because it talks about all the very small or, as he says, atomic habits that we implement in our daily life that have a huge impact on what our life looks like, what goals we can achieve, and if we become a better person. If you haven't read it yet, put it on your to-be-read list for 2023. You won't regret it. It's a fantastic book with a lot of practical ideas and tips. The gist of the book is that every little habit in any way shapes your life and determines if you achieve the goals that you have set for yourself, whether that is in your private life or in your business. And that's why I think it's really, really important to do an audit of your daily habits and see if they still serve you. I'm also a big advocate for implementing habits into your daily life that you find helpful, rather than picking up habits that other people say are helpful or that you really absolutely have to do. Not every person is the same. I'm sure you have already come across an article or social media post where people talk about the day-to-day habits of millionaires. A few common examples of habits that millionaires apparently have and that the authors of these articles promote as the reason behind the success of these millionaires are the following. They get up at 5 a.m. every single day. There's even a book about it, the 5 a.m. club, if you want to read that as well. They never watch TV. They exercise at least an hour a day. And of course, they make their bed first thing in the morning. And while it is great to establish certain habits that set you up for a successful day, I believe that you need to make sure that these habits actually help you and that you're not just doing them because someone else told you to. Another day-to-day habit of millionaires is that they read at least half an hour a day. Well, okay, I also read at least half an hour a day, if not a whole hour, and I'm not a millionaire yet. So just because you have certain habits, it doesn't automatically mean that you will be successful. 
I just wanted to leave this thought here with you before we get into the episode so that you can put on your critical thinking hat and determine for yourself if the habits we discuss serve you or not. But now let's get into the three social media habits that I think you should leave in 2022. The first habit that I want to talk about is obsessing about followers on social media. This is probably something that 90% of the business owners do that I come across in coaching sessions or that then later become my clients. It does take quite a lot of re-educating and purposeful communication to make people understand why followers are not everything and why focusing on these vanity metrics is not serving you. But I will try to explain it to you. I don't want to deny that having a certain number of followers doesn't have a positive effect on your social media because it does. From my experience, accounts that have more followers also have more reach on their posts and on their reels. In saying that, I mean usually, but not always. I have also already worked on accounts that had a few thousand followers, but that had abysmally small reach due to what they have done with this account in the previous months or years. It's also easier to spark an initial interest in your profile if someone that visits has seen that you have 50,000 followers compared to if you would only have 500 followers. But you have to understand that your follower account is not the only thing that people will consider when they come to your profile. I often follow people who have a few hundred followers because I really love their content or their bio really speaks to me. Having a lot of followers might give that initial spark, but then if your content isn't great or you're not engaging a lot, you will be losing those followers very quickly again as well. And I think one reason why people want to have more followers is because they think that having more followers will make things easier. They also think if, if I have more followers, I will also make more sales, but that couldn't be more wrong. An increase in followers, especially a very quick increase, for example, from a viral video, is something that you need to know how to handle. You will not only get more interested followers, you will also get more people who write not such friendly comments, you will get more spam messages and you will get more people copying your content, if not potentially even impersonating your account. I have seen this happen so many times already. And now that you're thinking, well, that's not too bad. If I get another advantage from having more followers, I'm happy to take that into consideration. That is what you're thinking now. But once you're actually in that situation, you will think very differently about this. I have also already had clients who have grown very quickly after a few popular videos or after their content has been featured on another page. And they told me that they wish they had grown slower and more sustainably because they suddenly had so many followers that they just didn't know how to handle and their engagement dropped off massively. Now they are stuck with very, very low engagement and that is just really, really hard to get back up again to a decent rate. So having a smaller community behind your brand is not always a bad thing. The connections that you make in a smaller community are much more authentic and real compared to when you are a huge account. Another thing that a lot of people think is that followers will change the amount of sales. I see this post on Facebook groups pop up once every few days where someone asks, I have this brand and it's great and I have great products, but I'm not selling anything. Can someone please help me with my social media so that I can get more followers and sell more products? 
The thing is, if you don't know how to sell to a hundred people, you also don't know how to sell to 10,000 people. Before you focus so much on growing your account so that you get more sales, you need to learn how to get people into your funnel in the first place and then move them down in this funnel towards a conversion. If you lack the knowledge, then more followers are not going to help you. In fact, it's going to make things worse. Also, even if your content is great at moving people towards a conversion, if your product hasn't been researched, your website isn't great, or maybe the price is just way off, you will also not make any sales. So before you focus on getting more followers, make sure that you know how to sell your products and that your product is actually what your ideal client needs and wants. In the new year, I have a new service coming up that will help you with this and other things. So stay tuned for that. I'm not gonna tell you too much just yet, but keep an eye out for that. Obsessing over how many people follow you, how many people unfollow you, even worse, is only going to make you frustrated. When you focus on providing great value on your account and you're offering something that your client actually wants, the followers will come. So instead of obsessing over followers, I would like you to do three things. As a first step, I want you to do a thorough analysis of your content to see which has performed the best, let's say in the last six months. Then focus on creating more of that kind of content for at least a whole month and see how that goes. Along with that, instead of checking your follower account every single day or every week, I want you to do analysis once a month. That is more than enough. This will help you to focus on other metrics as well and not obsess about your followers every single day. And lastly, I want you to engage with the followers that you already have and activate them in a way. I can guarantee you that there are people in your audience who are interested in your product or in your services, but they just need a little nudge to convert them into clients. So focus on the people that you already have in your audience rather than always wanting more and more people to come in and once they're there, you're just gonna neglect them. I know in the introduction for this episode, I said that you need to have a look at the habits and decide for yourself if they serve you, not with this one, okay? <laughs> I can guarantee you that you're much better off if you leave this obsessing over followers habit in 2022. Habit number two, I want you to stop looking at your phone and social media first thing in the morning. This is a habit that I have tried to kick for probably the last two years, because I think it's important to give your brain a few minutes or even an hour without the dopamine rush of social media. In the last few months, I have finally managed to make it a habit to do other things in the morning before checking my phone. I have seen such an improvement in not only my mood in the morning, but also my productivity later on in the day and how I feel about my own content and performance on social media. When we check our phone and especially social media, first thing in the morning, our brain depletes its dopamine stash and from that moment on it craves more and more. So this means that throughout the day you will have a hard time putting your phone away, staying concentrated and being productive. I read a really, really good book on neuroscience a few weeks ago. It's called The Neuroscience of Self-Love. I will link it in the show notes below as well. And it focuses on the effects of social media and your phone on your brain. A great read that I can definitely recommend if you're interested in learning more about neuroscience and loving yourself more. So what should you do instead? 
I think that is up to you, but here's what I do. I make it easy for my sleepy, tired self to not fall back into this habit of checking my phone the second I wake up by simply not keeping my phone in my bedroom. That is the easiest way to avoid that. And if your phone is your alarm clock, then your first step here would be buying an actual alarm clock that isn't your phone. It's much easier to avoid a not so helpful habit that you have built if the things that trigger your brain to take a certain action towards this habit are not right next to you. And this is the same thing as if you don't want to eat chocolate anymore or not as often anymore. So you just need to stop buying it at the supermarket. Then the seduction of it is going to be less strong. The next step then would be to establish an alternative habit. So what are you going to do instead of checking your phone? For me, that is doing 10 cycles of a breathing technique that I have learned, which is inhaling for four, holding for seven and exhaling for eight. I do this 10 times in a row and it helps me to have a calm start to the day and to just take a few moments to myself before getting out of bed. After that, I will usually have some breakfast, chat a bit with my boyfriend and jump into my workday. The thing is, you could do anything. You could write a journal, you could read a book, you could even do morning exercise. Whatever you do, just try to delay looking at your phone as long as possible. This Kicking this habit has been harder than I thought it would be in the beginning. But now I'm really, really happy that I did it. And by no means, I'm, I'm not saying that I succeed every single day at following through with this. But the more you practice, the easier it is going to get. So try it out and let me know how this one goes. Last but certainly not least, habit number three. Following random advice on social media given by people that have no qualifications whatsoever. I have to say that this one really grinds my gears, not only because these social media gurus make a living out of giving people bad advice, but also because I know that there are so many fantastic businesses out there who struggle to be seen on social media and who follow this advice and don't get the help they actually need. I believe that there are so many great products and services out there that don't get the recognition they deserve because they are following advice that is not tailored to their situation or even remotely helpful in the first place. And this also leads to people being frustrated with social media and blaming the algorithm for not being successful on there. I often have coaching clients come up to me and say, look, I've heard that now six to seven second videos are being prioritized. Is that true? Or I heard you should use at least one trending audio per week. Is that true? And is it true that I have to let my stories run out for at least 24 hours before I can post a new story so I can get some decent reach? The thing is, you have to realize that these social media gurus will only give you very superficial advice in quotation marks. So that you give them a follow and eventually buy into their program so they can make money of you. Most of them are not qualified in any way whatsoever, but will market themselves with things like I grew my Instagram account to 100k in three months or I made a million dollars off of Instagram last year. Let me show you how can you can do it as well. Sentences like that scream red flags. So I beg you to do a few things. First of all, please unfollow people who use catchphrases like that. 
you cannot verify any of their claims and having a certain number of followers or making a certain amount of income that you can also not verify does not qualify someone to teach you how to do successful social media marketing. Ultimately, they are not interested in your success. They just want to make more money off of your situation, as hard as it sounds. Secondly, advice that you see on social media is rarely personalized to your situation and your business. If you follow random bits and pieces of advice that you see online, you will very likely get stuck in one place. Nobody online gives away their best strategies for free. I can tell you that. Believing that you are able to establish a great social media presence by downloading yet another freebie or following that what this person has said is not going to get you where you want to be. So what I would advise you to do instead is work with someone who can look at your specific situation and recommend action steps based on that. For example, you might see someone saying online that in order to grow your following, you have to post seven second videos at least four times a week. So you might follow this advice, get stuck into making reels all seven seconds long, while the actual problem was that your website link is broken or that you didn't warm up your audience enough. The advice that you get online might be free, but it can potentially cost you a lot of money and time because you will follow this advice that is just not going to help you achieve any of your goals. What you should do instead is work with someone who can give you the right advice right away so you don't waste any time or money and actually get where you want to go. And lastly, nowadays everyone can call themselves a social media expert. Social media expert is not a protected job title that you can only get after having completed a certain education, like a doctor or a lawyer would. But there are a few credentials that you can take into account before you consider working with someone. There are a few things that you can have a look at to evaluate if a certain social media expert is actually worth the money. First of all, you always want to have a look if they have any official credentials. For example, I have a master's degree in marketing and an official meta certification that shows you that I am officially a certified community manager and that I know what I'm talking about when it comes to marketing. A second thing would be, do they have the relevant experience? You don't only want to look at general experience, but also experience in your niche or similar types of businesses. If someone has only worked with product-based businesses so far, they might struggle with promoting a service-based business because promoting services is very different than promoting products. And lastly, you also want to have a look if they have any testimonials or results from previous clients that you can verify. If all of these things check out, you can be quite sure that they will be able to help you. Okay, those were the three habits that I think you should leave in 2022. Let's do a quick recap. I would like you to stop, first of all, obsessing about your follower account. I also want you to stop checking your phone and social media first thing in the morning. And lastly, I would like you to stop listening to random advice on social media and work with someone that actually has credentials and the experience to help you achieve your social media goals. I am confident that I can help you do just that with personalized strategies that work for your business. If you feel the same, please reach out to me so you can hit the ground running in 2023. Before I say goodbye in this episode and before we roll over into the new year, I would just like to take a moment and thank you so, so much for listening to my podcast. Putting out episodes consistently every two weeks has been yeah, a good challenge for me since I started this podcast. But it's ever so rewarding to hear your feedback about the episodes and hear that you're implementing my tips and 
yeah, that you enjoy listening to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope that I will hear you next time in the new year when it's again time to talk socials.